Hi, welcome to Agile Self-Development, the podcast that gives you a roadmap for personal growth and self-improvement for your body, mind, and spirit. Hi, I'm Helene Coppell, and together we'll take this journey to becoming our best self, one version at a time. At the end of season one, I mentioned I'd be taking some time off and returning with season two at the start of the new year. Well, I'm sure you've heard the expression, the best laid plans of mice and men often go astray. It took me a little extra time, but we are back. Today, I'm going to share with you what was going on and what I learned while on hiatus. You may have heard about the crazy real estate market going on these days. Well, after seven years of renting a townhouse, my landlord notified me that he was putting my place on the market. Plus, I'd be getting a 20% rent increase until he sold the place. And on top of that, he needed pictures to put online to sell the place. And that would include my private space and personal belongings. And I would have potential buyers coming and going in my home and the inspectors and the appraisers. Plus, now I had to start packing and find a new home while these prices soared. I made multiple offers on condos, but I was competing with cash buyers and those who were willing to pay significantly over asking price. It was nearly impossible. Half the time we'd make an appointment to see a place and it would be sold before we could even get there. Or the listing agents wouldn't even return my agent's calls. If you recall learning about what it means to be agile with our plans and goals from our first season, this meant that I needed to pivot from my plans and set some new priorities. My new priority was finding a home and going through the due diligence to buy and close on it and do so before my landlord sold and closed on my rental. Let's just say the situation set me into a bit of a tizzy. So I decided to take a break from producing this podcast so I could focus completely on my efforts and subsequent move. So here are some of the things I learned about myself while on hiatus. First, my home is my sanctuary, and I value the privacy I have in my home much more than I realized. I found myself having anxiety when my landlord had pictures taken of my place so that he could post it on MLS-related websites. Every time my landlord called to let me know he was showing the place, my heart would begin to race and I would get all emotional. I had to leave the house when he showed it, not because he asked me to, but because it was too emotional for me. So was the lesson that I value my privacy more than I thought? No. The lesson I learned is about attachment and letting go. The Yoga Sutras, which is widely regarded as the authoritative text on yoga, is a collection of observations discussing the eight limbs of yoga. Well, these threads of wisdom offer guidelines for living a meaningful and purposeful life. And in them, Patanjali explains non-attachment as the effect which comes to those who have given up their thirst for an object and which wills to control things. That lack of control over where I was living 
and whether I could find a new place in time for him to close on his place created major anxiety. My attachment to my rented townhouse as mine was my ego, creating anxiety over losing what was mine creates more anxiety. And letting go is not just a phrase we say or suggest in theory. It's something I must do with intention. I must practice that letting go. I must recognize when I have an attachment for things I can't control or for things. So on the flip side, I did learn that I didn't need even half of what I owned. And I was really good at letting my stuff go. It's a really tough call on items that seem to have sentimentality attached to them. But what's most important is the memories that came with those items, not the items themselves. If you're having trouble letting go of an item, take a picture and write yourself a little journal story around it. Save and savor the memory, not the physical item. Second thing I learned during my hiatus is that stress really messes with my immunity system. While I was in the last stages of packing up, waiting for my lender to approve me to close on my new condo, with my planned closing and moving dates shifting on a daily basis, I suddenly started feeling like crap physically. I don't often get sick. So I was pretty sure I had COVID. I had no idea how I was going to go close and sign closing documents while I should be in quarantine. How was I going to move and move with movers while I'm under quarantine, which only added to my stress. This crappy feeling physical lasted weeks through having to clear out my old place, having to pack purge, donate, move, work on closing documents, deal with delays. Then I had to move to the new place and unpack and set up new furnishings, order new stuff. It was awful. It turns out it was not COVID. And I'm really glad to know that my COVID vaccines did their job. But unfortunately, my very anxiety-driven responses to that stressful home situation, lowered my immunity to fight other bugs. And it took me several weeks before I started feeling healthy and back to myself. This is another reason why resilience is such a critical aspect of my life. I've come to the point where I recognize shit's going to happen. There's going to be some stressful times. I need to be able to deal with and come back from that stress, which leads me to my next lesson. The only way to get shit done is to get up and do it. I don't have to like it. I just have to do it. And sometimes I need to be my own personal coach and my own personal trainer and push myself to get up and do the work. I remember I had a friend who was a personal trainer and coach, and she had said to me, Helene, the hardest part is showing up. After three weeks of being sick, 
and going through the motions to do whatever absolutely had to be done to get through the housing situation, it was hard to get back into my routines of working on the podcast, going to my yoga classes, cleaning up and unpacking and organizing the new place. I lived out of boxes way too long, to be honest. I definitely slacked. And I got into new routines of resting and digesting. Finally, I heard a reminder. I like to listen to Mel Robbins' podcast. Well, she was talking about when I don't feel like it. That's meaningless. It's meaningless. And I was not feeling well, but I was starting to come back from it. And I just didn't feel like unpacking. I had to make some new goals and push myself and say, okay, I need to make sure I unpack at least one box a day. That's it. If I got more done, great. But knowing I had kind of been sick, so I needed to not overexert myself, I just set that small goal. And when I didn't feel like it, was the exact time I needed to get my butt off the chair, off the couch, out of bed, and get that done with. How often are you really going to feel like mopping and dusting and unpacking? We don't feel like it. I need to show up as a new homeowner who gets shit done and starts doing things whether I feel like it or not. So that first step was showing up and recognizing that stuff needed to be done. I wasn't avoiding it. Now I needed to plan it and get it done. And that brings us to lesson number four. I don't need to have it all figured out today. Sometimes if I'm not sure, I'll make myself crazy to come up with the perfect solution to whatever problem I'm solving at the moment, and I will land in analysis paralysis. Learned that not everything is urgent, not everything needs to be perfect, and sometimes I just need to get out of my head and leave it alone, maybe walk away for a few moments, or have someone else help me with a decision when I'm stuck. I came to this new condo knowing a lot of renovations were needed, Well, maybe not needed, but wanted. My master bathroom came with the strangest, random, built-in planter made of tile that's right next to my shower. It just makes no sense. I have no idea who designed these units, but there was a random wall that didn't belong there. There was a planter that, why does my bathroom have a built-in tile planter? Anyway, it made me crazy, but... The contractors I was sure I would be working with gave me this quote for the work that was way over my budget. So I knew I had to go back to the drawing board and get some more quotes. For this reason, I hated this bathroom so much that I was not going to use it. And I did not know what to do until I got this bathroom renovated exactly the way I wanted it. I was venting to my bestie, Michelle, the gale to my Oprah. And it was like she was talking me down from a ledge. She said, here's what you're going to do. 
You're going to go get a plant that smells nice and put it in the planter. You're going to put up a shower curtain. You're going to put down a bathroom rug. You're going to hang something on the wall over that messed up section of wallpaper. And you're going to start using that bathroom until you can get the best quote and the best work done. It was that simple. It didn't need to be perfect. And it didn't all need to be done then and there. I could take the time I needed to come up with the best decision and the best plan for that bathroom and not wait until it was perfect to use it. And lastly, the lesson number five, I still have a lot to learn. I still have a lot to work on for myself and it's up to me to seek it out. Nobody else is going to do the work for me. I need to try new practices when old ones aren't working. I need to be my own personal coach and trainer and push myself. And I need to let people in to help. It's, it's common sense, but sometimes we need those reminders. Well, they do say moving is one of the most stressful experiences we go through in life. And I definitely saw that happen. And with all the tools I have, all the self-help, all the personal growth, all the self-development work I've done, I still have a long way to go. And I have all the time in the world to continue learning and growing with no deadline, no requirements, no test at the end, and I will get there. Life is a journey of learning. These past few months have been a great lesson and reminder that I still have a lot to learn. So keep listening. We're going to keep taking these lessons together. We're going to talk to some great people who have lots of stories and lessons to share as we go along this journey together. Thank you for joining me. Visit AgileSelfDevelopment.com and subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. And if you enjoyed the podcast, I'd love it if you'd leave a review in Apple Podcasts. It makes a big difference in how the podcasts are ranked. Thank you again for joining me, Helene Coppell, for this episode of Agile Self-Development. Become your best self, one version at a time. Catch you soon.